Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You may already know that the Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to offer you a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for a free one-month trial at audible.co.uk slash footballramble. So if you want Why England Lose by Simon Cooper and Stefan Szymanski, I Partridge by Alan Partridge, or The Football Men, up close with the giants of the modern game by Simon Cooper, then sign up at audible.co.uk slash footballramble, or choose from a range of about 60,000 other titles. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook, which is yours to keep, whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble and sign up now. Welcome, but nobody's safe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Woo, and it's the Euros. Yeah. So let me introduce myself. My name's Marcus, and I've got my three chums with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. Chummy. And Luke. All right. Oh, Euro 2012, I'm all right. Now. On the doorstep. We're going to start by. precipice. With me asking you three, what would you like to see happen at the European Championships of 2012? Jim. Well, quite simply, Marcus, I would like to see some progression from England, um, because they've been abject at the last couple of tournaments, you know, that that, that Mm. they've featured in. Euro 2004 was fun, but since then it's been just grab isn't mm, it so um, yeah. you know I just want to see England do better the pressure's off a bit you know because everyone thinks they're just going to sort of combust on the pitch in the first game and not even sort of yeah. manage to get a team on the pitch for mm-hmm. the, the next two and I just think yeah please be good that's <laughs> all I want in a way it's not much different for everyone at all no not really no, but when I say progression I mean that you know we don't um, have this silly sort of brave lions attitude of let's just defend for our lives and that's good enough you know hopefully yeah. Hodgson will even with the short amount of time he's had be able to put something in place that's a bit more expansive a bit more progressive I think um, Rupert Fry summed it up of, of um, you know our, our, one of our bloggers and friends uh, summed it up quite nicely in 2010 World Cup he said with England all I want is that 10 minutes when mm. we play good football <laughs> and you actually for a split second you fall into that trap and think we, we could actually go quite far yeah. it's, all I want is that yeah. you know and he yeah. said and I never got that in well, 2010 I want, to, no. I want them to trick me into thinking this is it we're good <laughs> we're good we're one of the good teams now yeah, yeah. yeah. and they used to do that and oh, well, you down. Well, what a trick it was I it, almost missed the pain of glorious defeat it's, like, it's just, just rubbish defeats worse yeah, because it wasn't embarrassing I think that was it the, wor- the worst the yeah end, I guess so and I'm used to it those yeah. 10 minutes are like the Rupert mentions are like walking up to the top table at an event sitting down in the wrong chair for a bit and thinking, yeah, this is good. And yeah. then Germany comes back. I've arrived. Can I have my seat back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like sitting on one of them deck chairs in St. James's Park just by Buckingham Palace thinking, this is brilliant. Before Why the, is no one else sitting on these? Before the guy comes around. Yeah, yeah, that'll be like five pounds for ten <laughs> yeah. minutes or something. Yeah. Pete. Um, I would like to see uh, Martin Keon's furious monkey face chewing through a, a spurious anecdote about uh, tournament football. That, that's it that's Very basically specific. what I wanted to say yeah. okay. England have ruined him well, yeah, was was gonna, so <laughs> yeah. based that's on realism he'd probably get the points over Jim but that's <laughs> not what we're going to base it on <laughs> never mind I'd like to see those uh, the, 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 the drunken purchase you made the other night Pete why don't you tell the listeners <laughs> If, if long not, term, not, not really anything to do with the Euros yeah, but let me, wait, hang on let me long term listeners will know Pete sometimes gets drunk and shops on the internet mm. the worst purchase he bought while drunk was a pair of uh, TV glasses yeah, that th- didn't work because they weren't compatible with the glasses that he already wore yes that what? was that was in JFK Airport though that wasn't on eBay it was drunken purchase though. that was a drunken purchase yeah. yes. and what did you drunkenly purchase yesterday <laughs> It's absolutely true. Two pianos. <laughs> Two pianos. <laughs> Two pianos. Uh, I, I were they realize, both for yourself? I thought one of them had a reserve on it. Turns out it didn't. So I won them both. So in many ways, I'm you double win the winner. Them. I'm a winner. It's not. Yeah. Just, I won the auction. You, you, bought, like you want an auction winning? I'll win it for you. Do you feel, do you feel like a winner? 
I feel like I feel like Rick Wakeman. Yeah, <laughs> better than sh- Rick Waller. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's uh, not uh, just you involved in this, though, Pete, is it? Because you don't drive, so. No, yeah, so our lass has to drive us out to Maidstone in Kent. Uh, and that's the only reason why she knows about the uh, two pianos that I bought by accident. <laughs> Your long-suffering She's, girlfriend. She I mean. is furious. Yeah. <laughs> two pianos and so a beat. just listeners to be... I f- rent. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, the Euros is already a success for me. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the best thing that's happened, happened this summer. Hasn't even touched, kicked the ball. <laughs> All right, Luke. Um, I would like to see... Pete, um, learn the piano, and then by the end of the yeah. Euros, you can do the theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> Joanna. I'd like to see there be um, some attacking football, because um, the way the tournament's set up, it's, teams seem to get it into their head, which is probably true, that it's very, very important they don't lose the first game. Yeah. So as a result, you tend to get the first round of games being a little bit underwhelming, mm. uh, because people are just terrified of not losing. In fairness, in 2008, we did get more goals than that we went on. 2008 was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely stunning tournament. So a bit of attacking football, and also um, a bit of progression on the sort of tolerance front, as in it's in Eastern Europe, let's not give people an excuse to... to Beat Eastern Europe with the racism stick and that sort Absolutely. of thing. I'll make sure, we'll like to make sure oh, that's happening. You really well. want the points, don't you? Well, that you? goes both ways, doesn't it? The tolerance. Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Stick. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'm a bit, you know, saying, saying that, I was going to say, you know, Andy Carroll getting the perfect actory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather attacking football and, uh, yeah. and, and equality. Well, he be part of it. Andy Carroll <laughs> would be part of the attacking football. Well, he's, he's, he might score a header. He's got a good yeah. left foot on him. So, you know, all he needs to do is do something and with his right yeah. foot, which I've never seen him do quite well, yet. Well, now someone else might be able to de- deflect one in off it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Or I'd like... Um, uh, a deadly partnership formed with with Balotelli and Cassano. That's brilliant. <laughs> the, um, it's, fair, it's worth saying though, Marcus. The, the majority of England's goals, if they set up and play as we expect them to, the majority of them will probably come from set pieces. Mm. If we score a lot, and Andy Carroll's not. You, you know, mean you mean English goals? Yeah, yeah. In, English goals. They'll all be English of, goals because yeah. we've got Carroll. We're going to get loads of English goals, mm. <laughs> which count for more than a normal goal. Yeah, yeah. they're the original goal. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing another one um, that we saw against Belgium. To be honest, that was a nice. It yeah. was a lovely nice one. Lovely one. Well, before we talk Deft. about that, we, we're going to give out the points. Um, I'm going to give them uh, to Luke because if I don't, then goodness knows who will be knocking at my door. Yes, thank you very much. Good point. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'll do that to you, Pete, to make up for the uh, pianos thing. Yeah, that'll piano save thing. me some money. Piano. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to England's preparation. And as you said there, Pete, uh, England beat Belgium 1-0 in their final warm-up game before the tournament, and it was a lovely little goal. Mm. Um, he didn't have much time to um, get it un- out of under his feet. I think I was I was very I was very pleased with that because uh, the one thing I worry about Welbeck's game is his goal scoring and his finishing. He does miss a yeah, few chances, but a lovely finish, he right? took that magnificently. Yeah, on his weaker foot, no as lack well. of confidence from the youngster. Yeah, the thing I like about Welbeck is he seems to be able to do sort of almost every facet of forward play. You wouldn't say he's a natural finisher. He's like he's not like a predator. He's That's not right. a big hold, hold up man. Mm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a modern foot forward. He's he obviously is. got a lot to Absolutely. improve on. But um, that finish was excellent. You know, it's a messy esque finish. You know that in a way, a little clip like that, yep. lift mm. it over the keeper. It opens up a whole new dimension for, for the striker to aim at because normally they'll try and slot it or drill it like mm. hard and low, which is almost what, to a certain extent, what they're taught. But he showed a little bit of a um, little bit of poise. Which what, was good to what was encouraging is that uh, was it Gerard that made the tackle, and they just bang pounced on them. It's mm. very, that's, that's such a hallmark, and you'll know this seeing Fulham's um, tray, uh, sort of run to the Europa League final. That's such a hallmark of Hodgson teams. They they look to soak it up and attack really quickly. Mm. They're not almost they're not almost necessarily a traditional counter attacking side, but at the same time they're not a long ball merchant side. Either. They're almost like a mixture of the two. That's right. Quite long range passes, but quite sort of accurate. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it is more. A, a diagonal is a diagonal, a long ball or a long pass. You know, but that's how we play, isn't it? There's such a different. difference in modes of like defending and attacking. And as yeah. you say, there is an immediate switch, like you, you, almost like they flick a switch in the team, and it's just changed mode. Would you know? say that's why Ashley Young's so important? Because he's, he's utterly. Yeah. yeah, I think Young will be starting behind whoever the striker ends up being. I don't think there's much doubt about that. And Murdoch yeah. will switch to the left when Rooney comes back. Mm. Um, I think you know Young is really the most creative player we have in there it's absolutely imperative that we can find find him as often as possible and that he can deliver basically mm. I think Hodgson's very much aware of that um, and, 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 he, and I would expect him to go young in behind Welbeck okay. against France I was surprised um, I'd expect him to turn the Wi-Fi off in the hotel because you know what um, Young's like <laughs> yeah. when he gets a spare, a spare minute <laughs> that we don't need to derail it further the yeah. webcam in Russia was it or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. I don't know yeah. but um, is, is that because you think that um, Welbeck could put more of a shift in impressing Against France, is that what you're saying? I think I'd, I'd, I think that Welbeck 
is the type of striker that you would start, and Carroll's the type of striker you'd bring on. Yeah, mm. um, you, you, you know, it's it's plan it is plan B, Carroll. To a certain extent, you don't want to start nothing, do, pumping balls up to yeah. you at high. It just, it just nothing, doesn't make any sense. There's nothing wrong with a plan B. Surely no. it's good to have another. Of course, plan. absolutely. I mean, Lorente to an extent in 2010 World Cup, you could argue was was Spain's plan B. Not that they particularly needed one in that in that obvious kind of sense but he was a man who came on and it was a slightly different style mm. um, I thought um, obviously terrible news for Jermaine Defoe his father died yeah. he's gone, yeah. he's gone but back he's going to rejoin back up with the score he is uh, yeah. I, I would have thought so but his his um, performance against Belgium was quite encouraging he looked really hungry and lively when he yeah that's on. why I felt so sorry for him when I heard the news though I mean obviously yeah. Thoughts and condolences with with his family. Yeah, it was it was it's dreadful news to receive at any time, obviously. Um, but I was actually quite surprised when they said he was going to rejoin the squad again. Yeah, I thought I he would have uh, pulled out completely. But um, yeah, all the best to him, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But going on the the, the, the Belgium game, um, talk about that just a little bit. If um, nothing at all, the, the, the I mean, the, the Belgium had a lot of possession, didn't they? But do you think England? I mean, rescinded it. Yeah. Well, initially I thought that it was a bit worrying, and I thought possibly they're going to be doing that as a almost like a practice for mm. against France because mm. France will have more possession than England yeah. uh, in that game there's no doubt about that in my mind so in a way it was almost another exercise in drilling them because it's really important especially when you've got a limited arguably a limited resources and talent that England have got to drill them to such an extent where they're very very hard to beat and then what we touched on just a second ago about transitions between defence and attack as quick as you can and just spot that hole because you know France are terrifically attacking yeah. and yeah. when they're sort of coming at you constantly you you know a counter attack might work against well, a, a team that this doesn't defend so well another reason yeah. I think Welbeck will start as well because he's just so much quicker than, than Carroll when you get Ashley Young and Theo Walcott in there as well and I think Walcott will probably start on the right I think Walcott will start what I think so well, purely for, for that injection of pace Willie I don't but then you've got the right hand side yeah. against, against the left hand Johnson side and Walcott um, against, uh, against Ribéry Cliche mm, or whatever I would have thought he would go Johnson or Milner sorry no, Johnson Mil- Johnson and Milner yeah. or Jones and Walcott and I don't think he would want to play Jones at right back straight off the bat I know I would uh, you know and Milner puts a bit more of a shift in moving back he does well. yeah I think if you don't put Walcott in though you're going to get up to Milner and it will be perhaps quite blunt I think you've got to have that pace in there Perhaps you've got, you got to have the option for when you are counter-attacking so I, I, I would start Walcott look, personally I, look, I mean I don't think that Mexes and Rami who will probably start at the back for France are as bad as a lot of people are saying they're, no, they're I, decent strong and athletic mm. but they are they are susceptible France are susceptible down the middle in my view yeah. I mean, and, and then if you marry that up with the fact that Ever in the friendly against Iceland was woeful um, presuming he starts there's a chance for England to, to get something out of the game they can certainly um, soak it up hopefully and and, and, and put them under pressure at the back but they've got so many frightening attacking players oh, and um, speaking of a plan ben B Zimmer. the players they can bring on Giroud and Ben Arthur and, yeah. and Martin those sort of players they can really hurt England really they really can and yeah. they're hungry for success you of know. course it's not, like, yeah, it's not like we're not talking about like 30 year old players here when, and Ribéry's hitting form 3-3 three and three, 21 <laughs> games on being all these stats Benzema's it's been good. absolutely devastating for for Real Madrid you see the goals he scored um, against Estonia yeah. the second one yeah <laughs> just, like, off, his, off his wrong ankle just, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. outrageous it's the wrong ankle grommet <laughs> <laughs> one off the fire post one too shabby yeah no it wasn't too bad was it yeah Ruby scored a nice one as well um, but, um, but the um, I mean the first games of the tournament uh, obviously Russia and Poland I fancy to win those do you fancy those two to go through from the group I, I would do yeah mm. but I'd, I'd like to see those teams go. Yeah. Would you? I'd like to see Poland go through. Yeah, of course. I'd like to see an, um, Poland go through. I think Poland have a decent chance in that group. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, I, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because you, you look at those groups, all of them, and, and you think, you know, Poland, Russia, Germany, Holland, Spain, Italy, mm. France, and well, maybe England. It rarely works out like that, does it? Exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And this is the glorious thing about this tournament. You look at the whole thing and you just think, flipping heck, you know, so everybody can could, could get some. I mean... It, you know, if someone said, you know, if you missed the Ireland-Spain game and they went, oh, the Irish got a point, mm. you wouldn't be, you know, it it's would be surprised, but yeah. it's not an outrageous thing to suggest. Yeah. But do you think for Poland to win the opener against Greece, you know, that'll happen? I mean, yeah, and I, and I hope so. You want the host to win the first the game. The annoying thing about that being the first game is that Greece are one of these teams that are really hard to break down. I hope yeah. they don't spoil it. I hope, I hope Poland get a chance. What I'd like to see is Poland to get an early goal, which brings Greece out. Yeah. And then, you have to, then you've got a game on your hands, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, going back to England, um, oh, Gary Cahill. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. So gutted just a little push, and he's out the tournament. Such poor behaviour by that, by the Belgian player. I mean, I, I mean he has apologised since, but Kale is such a it's such a shame for him because he's, you know, the first six months of the season he was playing for Bolton, and fighting then, relegation, exactly, and then he goes into that Chelsea side, 
Um, he's got an FA Cup winners. Oh no, he would have been cup tied. Sorry, but he he um, got a champion, Champions, the Champions League. League. He won the Champions League. He was superb in the final. He's he'd be a starter for England going yeah. into his first major tournament. It's taken it's, away. It's he's adapted to life as an England player very well. He has. It's it's because Harry Redknapp told me that the Champions League isn't all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> sure, he's not that you couldn't resist, <laughs> could you? To you be fair, resist. to be fair though, I mean, out of the two players that collided, I'm glad it was Cahill. <laughs> oh, not Joe <laughs> Hart. Yeah, well, well, Joe Hart is absolutely crucial. And Hodgson said that Joe Hart might. Have broken his jaw and not noticed though. <laughs> yeah, I was so impressed with Joe Hart's press conference. Uh, yeah, I was. was I saw him earlier. Um, he he's an England captain now. Absolutely, yeah, that, alone I in a few that. years' time. And he said he said about the um, the Belgian player was it Mertens? I forget. Yeah, what, I think it was, it was Mertens, wasn't it? He said uh, they said oh, you know are you, are you do you blame Mertens? You know Gary Cowell's a big loss. And he said and Hart is so definitive. He just said I'm gutted for Gary Cahill. He's an important player for us. Mertens wouldn't have done it if you give him a choice. It was one of those yeah, things. Of course, yeah. moment. Just move on. No one's blamed him, which is great. You know, no one's come out and been. Hart, been a Hart is fantastic. I mean, Luke and I were talking about this on the way here. That I just half expect him, someone to say, Sorry, "Are you actually English?" Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? The way he conducts himself, you know, chest out on the pitch, very yeah. confident. Winner. He's coher- He's a winner. I expect him to go. I know. I was born in America. I grew up there for the first eighteen years of my life, and I've just learned the, the, the accent it, quickly. When, when he sort of when he was on the pitch, um, when they'd um, won the league. He was very sort of like respectfully sort of said, "I don't necessarily want to talk to you, Jeff Shreves, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you a bit. Now I'm going to celebrate it with my with my friends and yeah. uh, uh, my team." Did, 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 did Shreves say, "Give us an interview"? And he went, "Don't wait for me. Don't wait <laughs> yeah, for yeah. me." Speaking <laughs> of Shreves, what was that um, RVP nonsense? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What was that one? I missed like, uh, was he done? Robin the season's Van over. Robin Van Persie <laughs> was talking about tweeting about the match ball, some sort of match yeah. ball, and some Shreves, PR thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and Shreves replied, "How how how was Auschwitz?" A, a curveball. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of balls, a curveball. I'm not really sure what he was referring to. To expect Robin Van Persie to answer that on Twitter is ambitious in the extreme. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Shreves is outside Auschwitz? Like yeah. interviewing people as they come out? Yeah. Yeah. Just unbelievable. <laughs> but I mean, Gary Cahill, yeah, just going Cahill. back to him, he, he was, he's the latest in the long line now. We've got so many oh. players out. Yeah. I'd like to, I don't know enough about it, but I'd like to know if, if any other nations have got this many interviews. Ukraine Italy are missing suspect. a lot of players. In that position, I think, that, yeah. I think we'd have a shout, to be honest. Yeah, Ukraine I'm, have got this suspect food pause. I think I'm not sure I'm really fully yeah, yeah. Well, It's not just the injuries though, is it? You got to look at the situation with Michael Carrick, uh, where he didn't want to yeah. be on the reserve list. Michael Richards mm-hmm. didn't want to be on the reserve list. That's why he's not been picked. Apparently, bit of a, threw a bit of bit of a hissy fit about being asked to be on that. Um, Carrick's Paul's actually come out now and said, um, "I'll be like to be considered for future squads." Really? Yeah. Oh, I've been We day. need him now because he said that it, now Hodgson's taken over. He'd be keen. Oh, that's involved. terrible oh, timing. Took over a well, I'm oh. just saying what he said. No, Don't shoot messenger. Dreadful. But also, Paul Skulls has presumably <laughs> said that he doesn't want to be involved or I'm sure he would have been called up in place of Frank Lampard and of course there's a Rio Ferdinand debacle which means he's out of the picture it's, it's not just injuries we're missing players for ridiculous reasons yeah. well, everywhere let's, well let's talk about Ferdinand then I mean Martin Kelly's been called up because he was on the standby list Rio Ferdinand was overlooked w- with a lot of dismay from, from many um, well, that's why the standby list exists you know? exactly. it's not like he pulled him out of his backside you know? that's right yeah, yeah. Although, um, I mean, Sol Campbell, was it fair to say he overreacted? Sol Campbell, sort of, <laughs> Sol Campbell wrote something, or I don't know if it was ghostwritten, I forget which newspaper it was, it was Fred National, and he said that, um, first of all, started off giving his point of view about yeah. the issue, which is perfectly entitled to do. The second half of the article tended to, seemed to sort of descend into a rant about the bitterness he had towards the FA for not being picked for World Cup 2010. Yeah. Which was just very strange. It, I, I just thought, okay, if that if you do feel that way, that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, this is not really the issue at the Wasn't moment. Wasn't he playing for Notts County at the time? No, he, he, <laughs> no, he was... Yeah, he was yeah, saying okay. Ledley King was always injured and Jamie Carragher said he didn't fancy it. You know, why wasn't I picked? And it's kind of like, well, Sol, does it Let it go. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. of... I mean, if Marcus Speller is telling Sol Campbell he has to get it, get, let it go, yeah. it is time. Maybe I'm the one who actually needs to tell him. You need to say to him, I've kept pretty quiet up till now. <laughs> but the, the whole Rio Please join hearts. Yeah. You'll be world beaters together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing about uh, the Ferdinand thing is, I feel it's unfortunate for Hodgson because it's a, it's, a, it's a problem that he's inherited. I don't yeah. think he's handled it brilliantly. But at the same time, he's picked a squad. How, how would you? How could well, he have improved? I, in, f- in fairness, I'd like to have seen some leadership from the FA. I, th- I think. Mm. Th- I mean, I said this before, and it's maybe a controversial point of view. But if it were me, I would have, as the, as the FA, I would have suspended Terry 
pending the inquiry. Yeah. The same way there's been things happening in Italy which are quite unsavoury in mm-hmm. terms of match fixing, and, and certain players have been told they're not eligible for selection. This is yeah. sort of that. That may seem unfair to John Terry, mm. but if you compare that to a working a working environment yes. normally, if mm. there's a problem, if there's going to be a problem with colleagues and stuff like that, which there clearly is here, mm-hmm. then it possibly should have been suspended. But either way, whatever the decision has come but to... But that's not Hodgson's decision. No, that's what I'm saying. The leadership yeah. should have come from the FA. And all David Bernstein did in the press conference, I think it was yesterday, or the, or the impromptu... He was, on the, he was in the square, was he not? They yeah, just got off he just said, well, I'm not answering any questions about Ferdinand. And f- unfortunately, that's not good enough. He's, he's, mm. not, he's not Gary Cahill. He's not um, Ashley Cole. He's he not doesn't have player. to go back to the hotel with everybody. No, you he's know, a he's, leader. He's, he should be showing leadership yeah. on this issue, and he's not done that. Yeah. Well, what do you make of it, Jim? Do you think it is a footballing decision, or do you think it is because the camp would perhaps be split? It's obviously because the camp would be split. Of course it is. So then do you but think I it's think a bad decision not to pick him, or do you think it's a good decision? Well, I just think, surely, it's such a huge thing. I mean, it's easy for, for me to sit here and say, surely they can work it through. If I was in the situation where Ferdinand found himself in, and like that, you know, John Terry had racially abused my brother. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I would, um, I think, I think... I would have difficulty sort of forgiving him over it. So it is going to cause division in the camp. I just, I do think that Terry is clearly the one that's caused this mm-hmm. issue, potentially, allegedly. He should be the one taking the bullet for it, really. Yeah. And just, just who's taken out of the firing line. But then, but then you know, well. is, is that, mm. uh, you know, um, innocent until proof guilty? Well, that's yeah. but, but I mean, what I would say is that, yeah, he, I agree with Luke, he should have been, he should have been suspended just simply because mm-hmm. that's the way it works. If, well, you, get, yeah. if you happen to find yourself <clears throat> in, with the misfortune, you know, uh, find yourself in that sort of situation, go back to your house, count your medals. You know, you've, you've <laughs> won enough to, you, you've won enough not to get unduly upset mm. about the whole thing. Did he not play know? a starring role in the final? I remember he's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the say, trial could have been before the Euros. Yeah. And that was moot. Just, just on that point, by the way, though, Rio Ferdinand's agent's not really showing no. himself. Oh, okay, hell no. At a very basic level, there are several reasons why Roy Hodgson, for footballing reasons, if he didn't want to, wouldn't have to pick Rio Ferdinand. There are legitimate reasons yeah, to not course. pick him. There are also legitimate reasons to not pick John Terry. Um, so it's a very, very thorny issue. But again, I'll reiterate, there should have been leadership shown from the FA. That's, that's my view on it. And at the end of the day, you know, you're not going to build your team for the next five years around Rio Ferdinand. No. Or, John or John Terry. Yeah, so, you know, right, whoever he calls up, he, he kind of has to be. Well, would I rather have um, I can't bring Rio Ferdinand in just yeah. because politically and he's yeah. not even on the standby list That's so right. I can't even do that so it just seems weird that we're suddenly in this situation where we're going why we why we call up this uh, Liverpool yeah. player and, it's like, and yes it is a bit Liverpool heavy and they've not had the best season mm-hmm. but he plays in the position mm-hmm. where we need him football. And, and also, by right. Pete, the, manager, the manager picks the team he wants to pick. The history of football is littered with players who have been very talented who have not got the international caps maybe they deserve to get partly because managers didn't fancy them partly because there were other players in their position better than them or perceived to be better than them and partly because they well, didn't get on with other players it's just simple as that well, I mean going into the 2010 World Cup I, wouldn't it have been the case that Podolski, Closer and Muller wouldn't mm. have played if you were looking at form and all the rest of it mm. Muller ended up top scorer or, well joint top scorer but he was given it you know obviously Closer scored a few and Podolski played well as well yeah. well look at how Crouch has you know, find, found mm. his way in English mm. yeah. well uh, another you know, one of the football reasons for not bringing Ferdinand as well, I suppose, is as you say, Marcus. You know, they, those German players you're talking about—they didn't have the best club form. But Yogi Love, he's building a team there, and he yeah. has been building a team for a long, long time. And you know, England have been doing that. And Rio Ferdinand's not been there a lot. You know, he's been injured a lot, and he's not been part. He's not really part of this generation of what England is. So he wasn't it featured in the qualifiers, really. I mean, barely. Hodgson did make it very clear in his first in his press conference yeah. when that's the squad he'd like to keep faith for players that qualified. Mm-hmm. Well, because Hodgson's got to. Again, we stressed this the other week. You know that it's not just his team, but there are players there who have been given a chance under Capello and have been taken on by Capello. Yeah. And so you've and there is them there. there is an overlap. Mm. There is there is an overlap. Um, but uh, well, but let's talk about the, the, the play. I mean, you know, Hodgson. We often go on about he's very zonal with his systems and his shapes and so on and so forth. For once, I, I'm actually looking at England thinking. Dare I say we've we've got a bit of a plan, haven't we? If we can, if they can, if he can drill them and they can drill themselves quickly enough and efficiently enough in time for the first game, and and maybe you know get a clean sheet against a potent yeah. attack in France, as we said earlier, 
there's no reason they can't b- use that as a platform certainly but one of the reasons why I think you know Hodgson other times it's just nice to be, because Hodgson is not scared to explain his, his tactics and, yeah, the reason why, yeah. and why he sets up yeah, his, right. his team in a certain way you're like, you can't have Harry going oh well they're a big the best you can get out of somebody like Harry or, you know they're a big side or yeah. you know we're going to have to he never talks about specifics because right. quite frankly I'm not sure that Harry <laughs> has a lot of that in the tank but like Roy he, he doesn't you know he doesn't um, patronise he just, he's, he's he just explains he's refreshing as a post to read that you're absolutely right and also the manager we had before Capello doesn't really have much time for the press and hid behind the language barrier quite a lot which got the presses back up which didn't make for the most open of relationships mm-hmm. before that you argue had the same problem with Sven who mm-hmm. they mistrusted him uh, McLaren was leave, leaving McLaren aside because he didn't really stick around that long mm-hmm. um, and was also, and he ended up storming out of press conferences as well didn't he McLaren he did, so yeah, yeah. it's good to have an honest <clears throat> decent man who, who will and we saw it with the interview with Lineker uh, yesterday it was um where he was open and explained himself as you said Pete explained himself pretty reasonably you know an honest decent man in, yeah. in an English game mm. like I say as we said before I fully expect to be chewed up and spat out by the end of oh it, absolutely yeah. well, I think it's already starting with this little sort of backlash from the Ferdinand thing I think that will be the catalyst for it if it is to happen anytime soon but it's interesting to think what um the you know the, the landscape would be like if Capello were still in charge because with the injuries you know and all the, all the furore that's come up mm. about so many different things it could it would have been a disaster this has been his last tournament and it <laughs> yeah. goes the way it looks like it will <clears throat> yeah. do you not think yeah. with Hodgson going back to his tactics and whatnot the system comes first yeah and the does, players yeah. go within that and so for a team like England who you know we have got some good players but we're not um, blessed with the talents of perhaps some of the Dutch's attacking options certainly mm. for for one. Um, you know, if the system comes first, the idea is if someone drops out, someone should be able to go in and slot mm. in. Yeah. Um, and and I find that quite comforting. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that there is unit. E- exactly. But um, and most just, of those players have played in sort of continental. Um, you know, they played under managers that do that, and they are modern footballers, so they mm. know what their job is if A happens or if B happens yeah. or if C happens. They just don't tend to follow it as English shows, yeah. do they? Well, that's the big question. One of the yeah, strange. Well, yeah. One of the strange advantages of there being such little time is it's going to be this is the plan, this is what we stick. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. There cannot be any deviation from it. There but, can't. There isn't room for yeah. it. But aren't England players uh, known for not following instructions in that way? When the One chips of them are is. down, when the chips are down. True, but a lot of them. <laughs> <is, laughs> <Gerard's laughs> which, which is why, if you think about it, it's actually quite strange that he's focused so much on Gerard. Well, maybe he's trying to <clears> drill <throat> that into him. But, be, yeah. but if you can channel Gerard's efforts, perhaps. But mm. but a lot of these players haven't played tournament football for England. Mm. I mean, who do we... Yeah, but look at the players who have. Good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They've achieved yeah, nothing. Yeah. They've yeah, achieved yeah. nothing. No, I don't think that's a relevant person. No, 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 who do we think will start against England? Should we do that? You're obviously heart in goal. Against yeah. France, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, England-France, opening game. Ashley Cole, left-back. Yeah. yeah. Centre-backs, Terry and Lescott, we'd say. Yeah. I would think he'll go with well, Lescott because he's got a little more experience for England. There's a, there's a point to be made about Terry and Lescott that Lescott's going to have to slot on it. Lescott will slot in at left centre-back, which means Terry has played right centre-back, which he doesn't mm. normally play. Mm. And I think he played right centre-back. I might be hammered on Twitter for saying this but I'm pretty sure he played right centre back against Germany mm. in World Cup 2010 and he was horrendously out of sorts mm-hmm. so that's a bit of a sticking point because I know that Lescott will definitely play left centre back mm-hmm. and then you've got obviously Glenn Johnson at right back who defensively is a question mark over him so it's a bit of a weak area I think mm. so that, that's where your system could fall down that's right Well, that, that's obviously where Ribéry and Benzema are going to be at their most which is, which is why I think picnic. he'll go for Milner absolute <laughs> picnic <laughs> <laughs> Terry did do some falling down during the season as yeah. well notably he'll with do RVP that. well that's <laughs> why I would think he would go Milner and then obviously Parker and, and Gerrard to show a bit of hmm. um, defensive cover out and left Oxley chamberlain maybe I don't know if he'll start him I think he might start with Downing again for the terms of um, the unit for the, for the unit and also for the experience and as you've made the point of having a left footed player out there and also um, on the Downing thing and we've been guilty of this in the past as well giving him a bit of stick for his no assists and no goals in the league last season he is actually apparently the second biggest chance creator in the Premier League last season yeah, yeah. the chance just weren't taken yeah, he, yeah, was, the, the he, was, he had a really high <laughs> had a really high sort of percentage rate of that for Villa before as well I think that was one of the reasons so I, I can see Downing's, not, Downing's not as bad as people make out he's not don't get me wrong he's not a world beater or anything like no. that but he's not awful and I, and I don't think Jordan Henderson is either. and then Young behind Welbeck yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Young will switch out left when Rooney with Rooney comes back, back in yeah. yeah it'll be good to see anyway I mm. think also against um, Sweden 
um, Oxlade Chamberlain probably will start out yeah. on the left because Sweden centre backs. Uh, it's Jonas Olsen and Olaf Milberg. It's mm. not exactly pace town, is no. it? No. So if you've got, yeah, you then, know, if you've got the options of Walcott, Young, and Oxlade Chamberlain behind the, the main striker, will the Swedes defend from the front with Zlatan, or will he? Is well, he not Zlatan, 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 no, <laughs> Zlatan, well, emphatically actually, no. In fairness, though, Zlatan, Zlatan does play deeper for Sweden. He does. Actually, gets yeah. more amongst it. Elmander could could feature. I'm not saying he's going to put in like a Tevez like <laughs> shit. Well, I saw England Sweden at Wembley when we won one 0 which is the first time we'd beaten them. In ages, yeah. forever, I think. Yeah. You know, and Zlatan, he just didn't fancy it. That time. <laughs> Sweden's record without Zlatan is, uh, I think, it's better. I think it? it is. Yeah, yeah. you want the big man at the top. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not for one minute suggesting he shouldn't play. <laughs> oh, no. But what about the Ukraine, though? As, as Luke said earlier, ten members of their team have come down with food poisoning. It happened. Uh, prior to a friendly against Turkey and Germany you don't know how close yeah. I am to saying that old chestnut well yeah. <laughs> the, 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 their um, manager Oleg um, Blokin said uh, it may have been sabotage I do not know it cannot be accidental well you, then you do know yeah. <laughs> make, <laughs> yeah. make a decision don't just sort of skit around one uh, I want to stick my neck on the line and say Blokin is a terrible bloke <laughs> <laughs> He had that, that racism thing he dropped a while back about the Ukrainian league, saying that basically, I mean, effectively saying there are too many black players in the Ukrainian league, which is, I mean, which is just outrageous. You know, and, and the UEFA and FIFA didn't punish him or anything for that. Was that confirmed a racism charge in the Ukraine? Yeah, yeah no, but he didn't actually get charged. Everyone was <laughs> no, like, he didn't. As you carry on, as you were. Yeah, it's outrageous. Absolutely Stand, outrageous. Standard behaviour out there. Um, I really fear. For hope you. not. Do you know what? I really fear for Ukraine, and, and even if even if this um, food poisoning thing is true. It's obviously unfortunate because they can't afford to lose players anyway. They got Shevchenko up top. Well, they were destroyed. He, by, they he, were destroyed he, by Turkey. Yeah, who didn't she, even qualify. Shevchenko and Voronin were both affected mm. by the food poisoning. They still got time to get over that issue. Loads of time. Yeah, Loads of time. Bellies. Uh, until Monday mm. I think they've got so uh, good, good luck to them um, uh, oh there was a going on to um, Group C with, uh, with Spain apparently there's a little bit of uh, animosity between uh, some of the Barca players and Madrid players it's been suggested Xavi pointing out uh, recently in the pre- why Xavi did this I don't know um, he said that the Barca players congratulated Mad- the Madrid players after they won the league and he said but uh, you know the opposite didn't happen when we won the league Mm, that is a very odd time what, to be bringing that little that? nugget out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, he did say that you know the success on on the pitch um, uh, with Spain overcomes any kind of individual. Uh, well, you were saying to me that PK and Ramos like famously don't get on. That yeah, way. no, they don't. Get I, on did, I didn't know that. I thought no, I they didn't. were quite well well known for these players for, for putting their differences aside for the national team. Well, I'm sure they do, but um, I don't care. I, I, you know, if I had a team of squabbling. Yeah. World Cup Geniuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just got squabblers. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say this podcast works, doesn't it? But, um, <laughs> Romario and Babetta were a very famous example. Yeah. You know. Mm. Oh, Cole and uh, Sheringham. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Our own example. Yeah. <laughs> from, from England. Um, but also in Group C. <laughs> Big talk from Slaven Village. Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, an interview in the, in the Guardian the other day. Came out and he was reckoning that um, they can reach the final. He said, "You can call me a madman, but I think I'm just being realistic." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He said, "For the last five years, we've been either among the top ten teams in the world." or very close to that according to the FIFA rankings and those rankings are realistic because they take results into the account not natural beauty or shirt design yeah. well I mean if it was shirt, shirt design they'd win every time exactly. yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to say but, uh, but I did uh, like it when he said I'm saying this because I know the character of this team when we take off it's an explosion someone's a rock star Ireland be afraid Billich is coming for you you don't want an explosion on takeoff. that's the last one I'd totally forgotten about Billich and, and Croatia and then he said that I was like oh yes well listen Come on. Croatia play Republic of Ireland first and that's a massive game yeah, that's, that's a huge, huge game for yeah. both of them because mm. Ireland obviously will defend to the hilt against Spain <laughs> as anyone will yeah. you know as England certainly well Ireland will defend to the hilt against everyone <laughs> yeah but well they against Croatia they'll need a result yeah true. they need a result and Croatia aren't the quickest at the back either I mean no. Suminic isn't the, young, in the youngest and Shaluka I mean isn't isn't the player he was either so yeah. they've got a chance of pushing forward yeah. I suppose. do you want to know what Bilic said about England's chances uh, definitely <laughs> well he said uh, about England he said there's definitely some meat in that team and they could go far oh. there's some meat in the team travelling meat officially endorsed by Billich <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we've won already <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you think of Ireland's chances let's sort of spend a little while yeah yeah I, about them. 
it just uh, Ireland never ceased to amaze at a tournament, do they? Yeah, well, the, Italy have struggled against them in the past. They have. Italy are struggling generally with the injuries they've had, and you know it could just be that they, you know, they've lost their last three friendlies, I think it is, but they start slowly. They may have started slowly early. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I think. But, I think. But when I when I do look at Ireland's chances, I'm, I don't look at them so much. I look at Spain and think. Come on, and then I look at Italy, and I actually quite fancy Italy. Yeah, to well, do on, quite the Italy, well. on the Italy, they lost three 0 to Russia, but I mean that mm. doesn't really tell the story. They experimented with a lot of different shape in that yeah. game. I thought the booing was oh. yeah, strange. I, I think that Ireland will. I've, I genuinely think they'll set up. I mean, he's even said that Trapattoni's even mentioned that he might start with five in the midfield mm. and just have one up front. Mm. I think that's what he'll do. Against. I think Trapattoni just thinks that the players aren't anywhere near as good as a lot of the other players in the, in, in the tournament. Mm. So they've been preparing for the tournament, obviously with qualification and stuff mm. like that, and then they put a stone into the all in qualification in fairness but they're going to set up with banks what? aren't they all sorts of, of course, banks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens Robbie Keane's going to put in one hell of a shift oh, yeah. you know but to. then you know could he, could he form a partnership with Shane Long or is that just a bit too attacking do you well, think? Well, 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 it depends where they are later on in games doesn't it yeah. do you think Long will start or do you think Doyle will start oh, Doyle of course yeah I'm really excited about the Euros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep having moments like that. I, always yeah. find, I, always, I know it sounds like a horrible cliche, but I do always find myself supporting Ireland. Of course, yeah, I absolutely. Do. They're yeah. so much more likable than England. That's <laughs> why, you know. Gorn yeah. Bennett, especially now they're actually Irish as well a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. It's a shame Stephen Ireland's not been called up. It really is. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> he is Mr. Ireland. Exactly. After yeah. all, um, <laughs> literally. Uh, well, well, Ireland's chances then. I mean. What, I, what I, do we I, I think they should be, look if you qualify for a tournament go for it I know it's all this stuff I mean I know, I know well, we said, no, hang on, we're going to say go for it and all the rest of it but with England we're like well, stay keep it tight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, read, um, I read an article in the Independent, the Irish Independent a while back that said um, oh, the thing about Ireland is that they don't have any expectations when they get to a tournament because they don't qualify that often that's what it's, that's a big party yeah. yeah but at the same time I think if it's a 16 team tournament and you're in there you can take sort of credit you can take sort of like um Impetus from people like if, if encouragement from Denmark yeah, and Greece. Yeah. Get through classic. Examples. You should at least whoever you are should yeah. at least be trying to get for the group. Yeah. Get through the group, okay, and play England. Then that's a, it's a winnable game, the quarterfinal, because they'll have they'll have you know England, France, Sweden, or, or Ukraine. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. So I mean, semi final, <laughs> <laughs> at least. Yeah. They'll be disappointed if they don't get there. <laughs> Actually, um, I mean, I find myself supporting them as well. If they win it, it'd be unbearable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Eamon Dunphy will have a good time. Exactly. Well, if England, I'm, I'm sure I'm, right, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that if England and I both win their groups, in theory, they could play each other in the final. Oh, oh shut up. up. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. England will never get this. <laughs> yeah. Half the fun's the daydreaming, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. this is the best bit of the yeah. tournament, actually. When it starts, it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. we get beaten. It's going to be five goals a game. Yeah. Um, uh, well, one of the things, though, standing in Ireland's way of that quarter final, semi final, and final spot is Italy and a possible libero yeah, yeah. well the talk of De Rossi playing there apparently he's played there for Roma I, I've not seen a game of him playing there for Roma but I'm Jim assured Bar that he has I'm been there. all over that yeah, yeah, <laughs> De is a great player because yeah, um, um, uh, is Bazzagli out apparently so yeah. what a shame that is yeah. it's a brilliant season yeah. um, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Chiellini though Chiellini yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiellini sorry um, he's, he's a, I'm sure he's from Rome he's got a massive yeah, yeah, he he does. Does. Yeah. he's he does. a warrior isn't he yeah, um, uh, yeah so yeah, an intriguing group that will be mm. uh, but we've got to go back to group B where perhaps the most intriguement is of uh, the new. <laughs> I thought we were just fitting around all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, we're, oh, we're having a good system. time. There's no system. We're, we're having, having a, it. We're having yeah. a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, Yogi Love has said his players. Yogi Love. Said his players. Yogi Love. <laughs> Yogi Love. Thank you. <laughs> they are perfect hat trick. Um, he said his players can drink, smoke, tweet, and have their wives and girlfriends visit on, on the, the pitch. Stage. <laughs> mm. Why is tweeting so high up that list? I love it. Yeah. It's in there with drinking and smoking, <laughs> crying. But out before there. wives and girlfriends, <laughs> or wags for sure. Yeah, they're just so confident. It makes me sick. I think they're just spoofing England, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, maybe. What stuff don't you do? What stuff are you not allowed to do? Because we're going to do that. All of it. We're going to all <laughs> score. Of it. You're not allowed to score. We're definitely going to do that. What can't you be trusted to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Germany. Um, Germany are huge favourites. Everywhere you look, people are backing them. You know. Yeah, there, there seems um, with regards to the Spanish 
people are suggesting you know Via and Piol are going to be big misses which they are mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know do they have that same hunger will they be a bit tired all these kind of questions yeah. it's been well, a lot Vincent more the big toe as it, well. has, mm-hmm. it has so, Vincent Forrester wrote a very good piece about that on our on our website, didn't they? Yeah, I, th- I think that I, I think the, the the thing with Spain is is the fact that they've not got David Villa, but because he's not there to finish things off. And if you look at his goal scoring record, he's yeah. miles better than any other player in that in mm. that forward line. And then, um, but at the same time, they've been used to not having Villa for a while. Mm. Well, and then that. you could look at Germany's set about partnership. Torres, so, top scorer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gone for it. Yeah. Well, no, you can't predict because the predictions are all sealed. We'll come on to that in a minute. Okay, right. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, will he go for Torres or Lorente up top? We've got, got something else. Got form. Got for we're supposed to talk about Group B. We're all yeah. over the place. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. We've got, I'm so excited. Forgive me. Yeah. Let's go back then to Group B. I mean, do you think just quickly? Do you think Spain will go for Torres or Lorente up front? Pete? I think on form you got to go with Lorente. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I would go for Lorente, but I think he will go for Torres. Right. There you are. Well, what's interesting about Spain as well? Obviously, missing Villa and Puyol. Uh, you got to remember in the World Cup. You know, I know it's two years ago, but they won all of their knockout stage games one nil. So they won by very narrow Spain. margins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they lost, they lost one, one, nil, one nil. No uh, knockout stage games. Oh, okay, oh sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they won by some very very narrow margins, and they're obviously won by very very good players, which Villa and Puyol are. So those margins, <laughs> you know, That's a good narrower. It's a good point. Great point. The ger- the, on the Group B thing, the Germany situation is yes. the Mertesacker thing, where he's, mm. he, if he starts, mm. he's not played football for a while, and he's really slow. Mm. This is it, though. The, uh, if you read a lot of the the, the preview um, the chat and whatnot, that uh, people say, "Oh, yeah, no, the Dutch are great going for, and the Germans got these wonderful midfield players, and one thing and another, blah blah blah." blah. But nobody seems to have a really good defence. No one said, "Oh, they're solid at the back." Mm. They are, apart from the ones who are going to park the bus. Mm. You know, there's talk of um, well, England doing that, and Greece Ireland, will do that, and Greece. Yeah. You know, yeah. the usual. Well, maybe not the usual suspects, but, but certainly some of them. Whereas, whereas nobody's talking about Germany's backline being very good or Holland's back line or, but I mean Spain have got a decent yeah I mean you defense. wouldn't say Spain have a True. bad defence I mean, Spain no, possibly have the best defence in the tournament but then I'm intrigued to know what, what Italy are going to do I mean it's a shame as I say one or two injuries there if, if we lost four of our um, backline players we'd be stuffed out. We, I, I don't think we'd win a match I don't think we'd draw a match to be honest but if Spain lost four of theirs I think you know, they'd be because they play much more of a position based game yeah, don't they yeah. Yeah, true. true. Defend- to be a defender in a German team or a Spanish team, which has a, a huge amount of possession, it's a different discipline. It's a lot about concentration. Yeah. Yeah. When those teams come up, it's almost like being a top level keeper. It's about mm-hmm. concentration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you play as a defender for England or for Ireland or for Greece, with the greatest respect yeah. to those nations, you've it's got about head- fucking defending yeah. your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like Carragher, your playing on on the, Carragher playing in the back yeah. for Spain? So he wouldn't know what to, he wouldn't know. Carragher and Pinky. Just his job is just to lash it, and obviously he's yeah, not involved. No, but I'm just saying that that's a very English style of yes. defending, just lump it. The only yeah. thing I would say on that thing as an example is it, <laughs> if it's a system's good enough and they're drilled well enough, it can happen because you've seen Basinga sitting there mm. yeah. in Champions League finals and he's done fine. So it, it does it does work if you drill them properly. Um, but Germany, I think, if they start with Bad Stuber and Hummels, well, I think they're both excellent. Yeah, Hummels, Hummels yeah. gets a little bit of a bad press. People oh, say he's an excellent defender. Yeah, people say doesn't really. But people say he doesn't replicate it for Germany. But yeah. I, I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's decent. It's, it's such a shame for Denmark because it's a good qualifying campaign. And they've got a good side, and in that group, if they're in another group, you know, they could be one of the you know dark horse perhaps. You know, well, you wouldn't want, I wouldn't want them in England's group. No, no, because no. going forward, they're all right. Big Nicholas Bender up front, Jim, Big, aren't they? Bentner especially he's the star man of the tournament isn't he? <laughs> of the sport pal yeah. Zlatan is a poor man of the Bentner. continent yeah. I would say yeah, um, uh, yeah d- uh, apparently Dennis Romadol still knocking around really yeah Jesus whip it is Klaus it, Jensen in there as well yeah, yeah, yeah. John Jensen yeah. Um, <laughs> he's dad <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Denmark, th- Denmark did out qualify Portugal. Yeah, mm. who were also in there. Beat them in the gr- in the qualifying group as well. At least once. Who would you fancy? Do you think Denmark? I mean, do we? I mean, we talked about it a bit, bit last week, but Germany and, and Holland to go through. Do you reckon? It doesn't always go like that, does it? As we say, but I think in this case it will uh, <laughs> because I think the Dutch have just got so much more up front than, than Portugal do mm. even with Ronaldo but they are, they're a headless peri-peri chicken aren't we yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> don't, don't forget though Holland and Germany could destroy each other like, they, yeah. they hate each other so much yeah. they get so many suspensions and injuries just by playing each other they might have yeah. really chance <laughs> to win I've said it once I've said it again I couldn't believe my luck when they both drew each <laughs> yeah, other yeah. I love yeah. that fixture yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know we'll have the old you know world war we mentioned and all oh, yeah. this before the, oh it's going to be so good <laughs> 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 incidentally one of my 
my favourite Euro goals of recent years was Van Nistelrooy's volley against Germany when they drew one all um, in 04, was it? Mm. Uh, lovely stuff. Mm. So more of that, please, until up. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or whoever or indeed plays. Well, is it? I think Van Marek said he's not going to start until last. Is that right? Yeah, I think he's going to start with Van Persie right up top with Schneider behind him. People have said to me... Uh, Can you tell us that before the predictions? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You can suck my piano. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Um, Dutch journalist said to me that... Um, uh, off the record Schneider is such he's just undroppable and he's had a mixed season at Inter as we know yeah, yeah. but he's not going to drop him so he's going to play behind Van Persie and Hentler's going to start on the bench despite being top scorer on qualification mm. he's, he's not ready yet he's not, he's not ready yet <laughs> yeah. so we'll see what happens Yeah. but what a sub to come on eh Oh, yeah. they've got dirty. a few haven't they dirty boys dirty count right then <laughs> um, uh, elsewhere happening in, in, in Euro news uh, Michel Platini has said that referees have the power to stop matches if fans are chanting racist abuse at players. Um, as, as Platini put it, um, uh, referees can temporarily stop the game and finally cancel the game if the racism keeps rearing its head. Um, Marabella Telly, of course, um, a few days ago said that he was going to walk off the field if it happens to him, if he gets any abuse. But Platini did say, well, hang on a minute, it's not the player who's in charge of the situation, it's the referee, and, and you can get booked for leaving the field of play. I think people are misunderstanding this of, oh, if you walk off um, for getting racist abuse, you'll get booked. No, 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 the rule is you walk, if you leave the field of play without permission, you do get a booking. Go, go to the mm. referee, that's why he's there. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. It, well, you know, UEFA have got to come out and say... <laughs> You know, make it clear that there is policy in place, just so everybody's Absolutely. clear on it before the tournament, because it's obviously it is a potential thorny issue. So I think, yeah, fair play to Platini for coming out I and agree making with that you. clear. I agree with you. It, listen, extreme example: last minute of a knockout game, you're winning one 0 but you're getting battered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's to stop you telling your player that he, to go, what come off? He's been abused. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you got to go for the referee. That's why he's there. It's definitely a progression, though, Pete, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's just since we uh, inducted him into the. Uh, decided to pull his socks up <laughs> influencing the game people, I think people forget that one of the uh, one of the cornerstones of being a referee is ensuring the safety of the players and yeah. that's certainly part of it so he's got to make sure he, they do it that way yeah. mm. uh, elsewhere in uh, Ukraine this is uh, the deputy mayor of Kiev the city that we will be in uh, next week. Oh, yeah. here we go. There's um, a, <laughs> a pronunciation well, coming <laughs> on the horizon. He's uh, sent out a message to travelling fans What's coming to Ukraine's cap- capital. Uh, Anatoly uh, Holubchenko. Very good. 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 He, uh, good. he said. Is the uh, is middle name? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, What's he, the man said? He said, "We've warned all the embassies that fans must not go bathing in the Dnipro River." Now this is the main river running through. I wasn't the planning on that. I don't know about you guys. Well, you say that now, Jim. Yeah. yeah. You're not out there with your True. top off. Might be a lovely a river. Now he's told me I can't do it. I want to do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he. he <laughs> but Jim it. was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> this is the main river running through um, Kiev. He went on to say. And I love his um, uh, presumption here. Football fans will drink 300 grams, which is a third of a litre, uh, jump in and drown, and then we'll be told our beaches aren't safe. <laughs> a, a drowned drunk and unsafe beaches are two different things. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, I, they did, were last I checked as did well. Did he know someone was listening when he was talking? <laughs> we will drown them on the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the sort of thing you might babble in a dream. It sounds like the sort of thing you hear from like, the local drunk yeah. on the corner of the... So, what, the mayor of Kiev because <laughs> he's hallucinating and he thinks it's in context he's speaking for experience yeah <laughs> is, is the side of a river a beach is that what you call it you call not it normally bank, no yeah. yeah you would call it a bank I mean it could even be a veiled threat Ooh. Yeah, we mm. will drown them in the air. <laughs> drown them on the beach. Yeah, well, when he says football fans will drink 300 grams, yeah. it's not a choice. I'm guaranteeing this. <laughs> <laughs> on entry, get that down, yeah. You'll have a better time, trust me. Um, I, I, I don't know. But anyway, um, before we uh, talk about a few um, domesticals, uh, we got to say <laughs> that uh, we've done our predictions. Yeah, uh, for, have, yes. for the Euros, we've put them in uh, an envelope and sealed it. Not even an envelope. No, it's, it's in a, a box, box sealed with a shiny uh, oh, Euro 2012 sticker. Of, of it's like one of those yeah. void if remove. Uh, yeah, sort of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, the reason for that is we kept them at Pete's house, mm. and after what Pete said earlier about me not knowing about the Dutch forward line, I'm worried <laughs> he's going to open it and amend them. So I've sealed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made it precisely clear who I have for top scorer. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but never mind. Yeah. But anyway, so when the next Euros come around, yeah. we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Those uh, long-term listeners will remember that I hilariously predicted England to get the semi-final of the World Cup. So uh, yeah. expect more of that idiocy. Well, you, when you said that to me before we recorded, I actually burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> 
dear, oh dear. I think we all, we made some a couple of clangers when we were out there as well because we we didn't have access to internet or anything. Or so we we thought we thought about our clangers. <laughs> we, thought, we thought Spain had done like um, that conga through the um, through the press conference. I seem to remember you named the show after it, yeah. Pete, didn't you? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, the, the conga of shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't tune in when the we're in clanger here. of shame. <laughs> For we're rubbish of, on tour for fear yeah. of mistakes but we're we like Interpol yeah. Yeah. we have a we're <laughs> better in the studio <laughs> but we have a bloody good time though yeah. don't, yes. we, don't we just um, let's come home to some domestic news Cold. where uh, some domestical news where Paul Lambert is now in charge of Aston Villa Mm. It's a shame for Norwich, isn't it? It is, but they've got Chris Hutton in, which is you know he's a he's a good manager. I think that's a really good appointment given the circumstances. It's great for Villa as well because McLeish was just and just oh. Parasite on that I'd city. Be, I'd be delighted if, if, <laughs> if I was a Villa fan. I tell you why, because he's progressive enough. Yes, but he's also firm. He also he's yeah, quite very tough. firm. Yeah, and he could maybe good, good little combo. Maybe get Grant Holt involved. Couldn't he? He's got a bit of money as well. Yeah, Darren Bank coming back fit as well under a manager like that. You know, looks good for Villa. Uh, let's not forget the big key issue about Paul Lambert. Is Stephen Island. He, sim- <laughs> he simply <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. Alex McLeish. Yeah. So on yeah. that basis alone, he should be all right. I think that's all the board really wanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I, yeah we, we get all that. The, the promotion and stuff. Are you Alex McLeish? No, where could you say? Yeah, just tugging at his face, just <laughs> checking it's not a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy for uh, Chris Hutton as well because he deserves a crack at you know. You love him, don't you? And I rightly do so. Rightly yeah. so, he's a good man. Um, Brendan Again, Ma- weirdly, um, McLeish leaving Villa and Lambert then going to Villa. Meaning that Hewton has gone to Norwich. Yeah. Made football fucked better. Birmingham over again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All because of Alex McLeish. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, it's literally the manager of Real Merrigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point, Jim. Yeah. Excellent point. Um, Brendan Rodgers has left Swansea mm, for yeah. Liverpool. Mm. Can't sign any Swansea players for a year, apparently. Mm, but right? Sigurdsson might be uh, yeah, well, not included in that. Isn't he? That's yeah. a clause you don't uh, see a lot, do you? And not, not like everyone goes Yeah, that's true. That's a good. I like that. It probably has been a few. Mm. But Sigerson was never officially exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's okay. So um, but I just wonder: is that the right time for Rogers? Presumably, they're going to, you know, give him some time because I don't think, you know, they were talking about Guardiola and stuff like. That. I'm not sure how serious that ever was. Yeah. But um, it's it's a big ask. It's, a, it's such a difficult job to do, isn't it? It's, I think it's the hardest top level job there is, given how long. Do it's you been think he's got the personnel as well to implement this style here at Swansea? Um, I, well, I don't, we don't know who he's going to bring in, do we? I think obviously the. Be a lot stands, of shopping. Though. As it stands, I, I, to be honest, I don't. I can't say enough about his methods behind closed doors about how he gets stuff out of players. I think if he can get, but the you way know, they play, I mean, little yeah, short well, I'm sure. Right. But if he can get Leon Britton doing that, who's you know has been playing down sort of in in every level of football, and if yeah. he can get him to perform to that level at the, in the Premier League, I'm sure he can get but that. Is out Leon of Britton, he's got is Leon Britton not more likely to to take Listen. instruction? I suppose I think Rogers, Rogers commands respect. I think you get you see that from his team, you mm. see that from his players. He's clearly a very intelligent and man. And uh, you said that But you said that about Hodgson. You know, he he commanded respect before he met but the, Hodgson, the oikes the <laughs> yeah. but Hodgson just went on his own didn't he or with one other I there's can't no, remember there's no backroom staff there, there's mm. a lot listen don't forget with Hodgson there was a management cha- a direct ownership change yeah. that sort of thing yeah. it wasn't really a great place but to also with Rodgers he's in- inheriting you know a style from Martinez to a degree as well and obviously Rodgers has you know is in that mould and that's why he got the job at Swansea but he's not going to be able to do it straight away is he so this is what I mean he needs the time to it do it that it's very interesting is he a manager that they're going to splash money uh, well, yeah. money to that's I think he's a cheap option isn't he yeah. It's not his style, it's, or it's certainly not been his style thus far to go out and spend loads of money anyway. I but he's not had the option before, has he? I suppose not, no. Mm. Well, we'll wait and see, won't we? See what we have to look forward to after the Euros, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Other news from Wales um, Cardiff City will have a new kit, mm. but with a different colour next season. They uh, need something. They need either uh, abolish uh, the playoff <laughs> system or something. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just do something. That Invest you, a lot of money into a lobbying group to abolish <laughs> the playoff system. Get a battering ram to batter down that door. They've got a new badge. They've got a new badge. And yeah. a new kit. New everything. Yeah. Um, the club uh, will move away from their traditional blue colours to a red kit with a new crest in the form of a red dragon. This is after the new Malaysian owners decided to give the team a, a rebrand. Not a welcome one or perhaps not. Yeah, I love the, the, the way that Sky Sports reported on it because at the end of their news story which is actually quite interesting in. They said, and William Hill have offered odds on that it will be changed back before the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Did, yeah. Didn't Leighton Orient famously do that? Leighton Orient changed. Well, loads of teams have changed their kits, haven't they? Oh, yeah. no, this is the colour. This is the colour. No, but loads of teams have changed their kit colour before. Have they? Yeah, I mean, Arsenal used to play in the, uh, I forget the exact tone of it, but they had a sort of more burgundy style well, kit at first. When they first started, I know it's a long, long time ago. Blue, but it's not the but nowadays it's different. It's a different primary colour, Jim. Leeds changed their colours as well. Leeds weren't always white. 
you know. But, but when? Well, yeah, but when though? In, no, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying it's not completely unique. In the modern day, it is. Are you working on behalf of the Malaysian owners? <laughs> <laughs> just tell us if you are. Because I want in. No, <laughs> you know, I, can, I can lie about this. I, I've made some decisions in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's meant I've later had to make some sacrifices. Come to think of it, you're wearing a new shirt today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, the new slogan on the badge will say fire and passion, which is mm. what you're all about, Jim, of course. Yeah. It, just sound like, it sounds like a corporate slogan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a corporate slogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, I was about to say, a reason for that. How annoyed would you be? Oh. Mm. Well, apparently it happens all the time, Jim. Leeds and Arsenal. Stop being facetious. Okay. Um, on a more serious note, are they yes. not? Are they not? Yeah, fire should not be seen inside a, a stadium. <laughs> no, the more serious, are they not seriously in like for a bit of financial trouble? And the only yeah. way the Malaysian yeah. owners would invest was was for this provisor. Well, they're so they caught have to between a rock and a red kit, aren't they? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, it just the, the why? It's the thinking behind changing the kit. They're awake. It's blue. Well, yeah, but supposedly blue is seen as unlucky in Asia, which is why Chelsea haven't made a big dent in the market there. But uh, uh, that's just some of the stuff I read around this. But that just seems Asia's ludicrous. That sounds like a racist told that in a pub. Yeah, surely <laughs> everyone in a whole, the biggest continent in the world can't. Is there a point to be made that says it's not as severe as it could be because their arch rivals don't play in red? So and where else is it? But, you know, but, but, their but national Pete, team players in, in that college. But as a, new, as, a new Castle, as a Newcastle fan, not a and, consolation. And, obviously. No, but and, and as a Portsmouth fan, obviously Southampton playing red and white. If Portsmouth changed to red, that would be the people would go mad about that. Yeah. But there's nothing necessarily to, to sort of sort of. Well, if you go back, back far enough, I believe Newcastle used to play in red and white. Did they? Okay. Mm. Anyway, history, right. history of kits. Yeah. <laughs> get, get your beards out. Oh, hey, the Asian market will love it. Yeah. Speaking of Asia, let's go to China. Um, Are they in the Euros? Uh, they're not in the Euros <laughs> this time, but uh, <laughs> Shanghai Shenhua, who uh, obviously have Nicholas and Elka playing up front for them, had uh, uh, he had a new strike partner, mm. uh, Zhu Jian, uh, Zhu Jun, sorry, who's the owner of the team, uh, played himself up front with Nicholas and Elka in a friendly. Bold. Well, at least it was a friendly, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and he had Nick and Elka with him. Well, <laughs> I want some chances. Yeah. He's, he's forty-five. <laughs> Is it? Okay. 45 right. And apparently missed some good chances, yeah. according to the reports. Sergio Batista uh, is in charge of the team now. Oh, the big Argentinian. After coach, Jean yeah. Tigana was sacked. And Anelka was taken over some of the coaching role, wasn't he? He did, yeah. I do, I do quite like this. That many are still asking whether uh, Didier Drogba will be going um, to the side, the Shanghai side. Go to Marseille, Didier. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and Jun um, didn't comment too much on the issue, but he only just said. This is a good question, but I won't tell you today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and off he tiptoed, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Into a secret door. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as he closed, he sort of looked at him going, An owner playing himself up front. Yeah. That's what we like. We want more of that. Yeah. Not in this country, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. Right, as we're into the uh, Euros now, we're not going to do a profile course, and uh, there'll be no going for gold either. Chaining up the doors. So before we go, let's have an email. Let's have an email. I've got an email. Oh, dear Ramblers. Yes. Enjoyed your nostalgic profile of Euro 96, even though I still haven't recovered from that semi-final defeat. I don't think any of us have. (laughs) At the moment, it's hard to believe we'll ever have a better chance to win a major tournament. Uh, Anyway, was curious to be reminded recently that England did not make a single substitution in the entire 120 minutes of the game against Germany. Would be interested to know if this has happened in a major match since. I don't know, but I'm sure people, if they do, will email or tweet in. Uh, Germany made all three substitutes, two of whom, Hassler and Strunz, both scored in the shootout. In retrospect, would Terry Venables have been well advised to bring on attacking players like Fowler, Ferdinand and Barmby in the last minute of extra time so that the likes of Southgate didn't have to take a penalty. Thoughts? That's from Simon Wood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He definitely made some substitutions in the game against Holland. Mm. So it's strange that he didn't make it. And against yeah. Spain as well. Yeah. Maybe he had a bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Just but forgot, but, but like, I, like I stressed though, I think his five takers were on the field. Um, well, the, the takers they got through against Spain. Y- yeah, exactly. And I think they were so confident that David Seaman was going to save a yeah. penalty that they wouldn't need a sudden death. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to get lobbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you can see, we're still not over it either. No. <laughs> we don't know. We will never know, but we will always keep thinking about it. Joe Hart and goal this time. Yeah, exactly. We'll fancy it. Yeah. Um, we're not, obviously, because as Marcus said, we're not doing going for Gold or Profile, so get your emails and tweets in. 
throughout the tournament mm. and we'll try mm. and get through as many as we can yes fill our boots it's uh, at football yeah. ramble and show at the football ramble .com. Uh, indeed and uh, before we go we'll also tell you the website is the football ramble .com, a new website yes yeah, uh, on our shiny new internet this week uh, we've got Euro predictions from many friends of the ramble the retro ramble which features the aforementioned friends of the ramble looking back over their favourite games from the Euros as uh, Alex Hess defending Jordan Henderson as we were talking about earlier our resident Polish wonder blogger Mikhail Zakodny giving the lowdown on the Polish team and their preparations and elsewhere Pete show you how you can make alcoholic beverages using an array of household items there's a forum <laughs> the mailbag the shop the hall of fame all kinds of lovely things go over there and we'll get a cut we'll get a photo of Pete's two pianos on there yeah, yeah, when they arrive, yeah. <laughs> it's like four person the piano, Pete and two piano. <laughs> um, and we've also got a weekly cartoon now and a mailbag where you can email mm. them with all your stories. And far, today. far more blogs than that as well. Do loads go over of there. stuff on there. It's, it's probably, I mean, there's a lot of internet. It's the best now. website we've got. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Jim, there's been a lot of websites knocking about obviously on the internet, but I reckon it's probably the best one. I mean, you, when ever, we maybe, float, ever. Yeah. when we float, you know, yeah. we're going to be like, whoa, we're going to be in as many pianos yeah. as we like. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a room, I'm going to have the noisiest yeah. house, because I'm just going to have, well, like, a piano the, each. the floor, it's going to be, like, big. Mm. Oh, class, yeah. yeah. Um, and our next that. show is Monday the 11th, Monday in the, the 11th. evening, and then we're off to Kiev on the 12th, and then we're doing shows on the 14th, 16th, and 18th, so stop fucking asking us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking I'm there only joking. we go uh, say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete he's not say goodbye Luke I am and it's goodbye from me we'll see you Rose next week good that was good Marcus round of you're Rose <laughs>